Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Sunday Brunch Edition of John Solomon Reports. That's right. Maybe you're having an omelet on the back deck or you've got your pods in and you're listening to me while you're mowing the lawn or going for that Sunday walk that we should all do to stay healthier and fit. Well, we've got the show of shows for you. We're not going to let you down. We've got some great guests. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down. And my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet 
and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. He's the president of Judicial Watch, always fighting for truth and transparency in America. He's our good friend, Tom Fitton, and he joins us now. Tom, welcome back. Good morning, both of you, uh, or I should say good evening. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a good evening, uh, a busy evening. I want to just get your reaction to the news we just talked about. An FBI agent corroborates the IRS. It looks like all this favoritism and political interference uh, is now really being corroborated in multiple corners when it comes to the Hunter Biden investigation. Your concerns about what you're hearing? It's a significant development because the prior testimony was all out of a different agency, which is the IRS. You had Shapley and his colleague, uh, whose name we don't know yet, uh, testify uh, and will testify again that you had this obstruction and interference that they were being briefed on by Weiss and others uh, about um, the Hunter Biden investigation, and which obviously touches on Joe. And then now we have this information, uh, according to your report, John, that uh, the FBI uh, agrees, yeah, there was an issue. So at least one agent involved work, working again for this U.S. Attorney Weiss in Baltimore. That's the Baltimore office is the one assigned uh, to the Hunter Biden investigation, which raises a whole host of other issues about having an underpowered office investigate uh, the son of the president. Uh, but. You know, how many government officials from different government agencies must testify to uh, government obstruction and corruption and and cover up uh, before more significant steps are taken uh, to get to the bottom of this? And we saw this last week. You know, Ray, in my view, uh, is feeling the heat and, you know, Congress shouldn't let up. Obviously, this testimony will increase the, the pressure on the Justice Department to in the least appoint a special counsel. Uh, but certainly, uh, I, I don't see how impeachment is avoidable uh, by, uh, by the House Republican leadership for much longer. Yeah. Tom, I want to pick your brain about this a little bit more because um, we've already learned a lot from Gary Shapley and also from John's conversation with him on his podcast. So I think for the American people to witness this testimony publicly is going to be really important. What do you think are some of the high points, the highlights, the headlines that House investigators um, and members of Congress need to hit on to to really just kind of provide transparency for the American people? Well, you know, the election interference we've all complained about with the FBI hiding information about um, uh, Hunter Biden's corruption and corruption tied to Joe Biden uh, that was election interference in a sense Americans weren't told about it. But also government officials, IRS investigators who are investigating this also weren't told about it. So that election interference also, in my view, was obstruction of justice. And I think we're going to see elements of that obstruction of justice uh, testified to under oath before Congress. And the other big question is, did um, Attorney General Garland tell the truth uh, when he suggested that the U.S. Attorney Weiss who was placed there with the approval of two Democratic senators by Trump, uh, does he have, did he have um, uh, full authority uh, to investigate and prosecute 
Hunter Biden and any others. And it's it's clear he was telling uh, people on the inside he did not. Uh, and Garland's testimony uh, suggests he did. So who's telling the truth? And if Garland wasn't telling the truth, that impeachment inquiry has to be broadened. Yeah, there is so much to sort through in so little time to do it before the 2024 election is upon us and Joe Biden's trying to run for another uh, term. I want to turn to another place where we didn't get a lot of honest answers early on, but because of the great work that Judicial Watch has done, we're beginning to see the money flowing from multiple federal agencies to EcoHealth Alliance. That was the group that did some of the funding of research at the Wuhan lab before the coronavirus broke out. Uh, you sued for some records on a U.S. biological defense program that was giving money there. Yet another area where money was flowing into these uh, very dangerous research programs. You know, EcoHealth Alliance was involved in dangerous gain-of-function research, not only in China, uh, we see elements of that happening here in the United States. Uh, the same type of research that could result in, in germ warfare and biological warfare against the United States if it got out of hand and out of control, where some argue it did in, in potentially the creation of coronavirus, the COVID-19. And, and on the other end, while they're getting money to engage in this dangerous research, they're also getting money from another federal agency, as you highlight, to presumably protect against the consequences of the research they're involved in. So you, you get EcoHealth Alliance is getting paid on both ends to create dangerous viruses. And then secondly, another federal agency was paying it to protect and be on the lookout for dangerous viruses. And I, I don't know how both are squared, but I do know we're not sure why they were getting money supposedly to protect America from biological weapons threats or biological threats. And uh, the fact that the, they're refusing to give us the information, contrary to law, and that we've had to file a federal FOIA lawsuit to get this basic information about EcoHealth shows that this, this COVID scandal, was, which isn't just about COVID, it's about the U.S. government um, uh, ha you know, in a reckless way funding dangerous research and the companies and the entities that do it uh, is far from over. Yeah. Good point. Oh, speaking of the government blowing taxpayer dollars, I wanted to ask you about the fact that New York DA Alvin Bragg has engaged a law firm to the tune of $900 an hour to basically shut down House Judiciary and Oversight uh, investigations into the Trump indictment. And I think back to Crossfire Hurricane and Russia collusion and investigating the investigators, and that certainly seems like what this is now. But with respect to who's paying that $900 an hour bill, I can't imagine that Alvin Bragg is emptying his pockets. Who's paying for that? Oh, that's the taxpayer. You know, initially they didn't want to tell us. We asked for the record under the New York Freedom of Information Law, the FOIL law in New York. And they initially blacked out that material about what the payments were. And we pushed back a bit. And to their credit, they did turn the document uh, more fully over. And they disclosed uh, this, this big bill that New York taxpayers faced through this hourly rate to this top-notch law firm. And, uh, you know, it just goes to show that government corruption not only is corrupt, but it's often expensive when you try to abuse someone under law to defend yourself from a congressional investigation into this abuse, uh, it's it's going to cost the taxpayers in New York a pretty penny.
Yeah, really <laughs> remarkable. Tom, we got about 30 seconds left. Uh, the next couple of weeks, we're going to learn a lot about the Hunter Biden investigation. Devin Archer, the FBI agent, the IRS agent. Do you think this is breaking through to the American people that the blockade the media had is gone? Oh, yes. I mean, this is this is light years ahead, for instance, of the Russia hoax scandal, which really took two years before Americans fully understood what was going on there. Here, Americans see outright um, in large measure that, uh, you know, Joe Biden has a significant corruption scandal. Um, and I think the challenge for Republicans is what are they going to do about it? I mean, yeah. they've got they've made the case. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge a signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, Friends, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Welcome back, everybody. Today's oversight committee hearing with those two IRS whistle, uh, two IRS agents turned whistleblowers in the Hunter Biden tax investigation. I think bolstered what a lot of us have seen time and time again that the federal government has been weaponized over time, especially by President Biden's administration. And it's led to our nation uh, adopting this unfair and unconstitutional two-tiered system of justice. Our next guest is part of the Florida delegation and joins us to weigh in on everything that has transpired today on Capitol Hill. Congressman Greg Stubbe from the great state of Florida, sir. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to be with you. There were some interesting elements of testimony coming from these two gentlemen uh, in that hearing today. I just want to get your top line. What do you think were the most important elements that we learned today? Well, I think the most important piece of this is now you don't just have one IRS whistleblower. You have two IRS whistleblowers that are corroborating the exact same facts and evidence because they were both on this investigative team. They were both retaliated against and removed from this investigative team that was investigating Hunter Biden's tax crimes and tax fraud. And so now it's, you know, you can't just say that uh, Shapley doesn't know what he's talking about and he it's just one accusations you now have have two reputable, uh, one guy was there 13 years, one guy was there 14 years, investigative uh, criminal analysts who work for the IRS who are corroborating the exact same facts, uh, like that David Weiss said he didn't have any control over uh, the charging decisions and all of that, and we're on the inside through this investigation. I think that's the most uh, impactful to the country that Democrats now and the Biden family can't say, oh, these people don't know what they're talking about. It's a conspiracy theory. There's no facts or evidence. You have two key witnesses who were part of the investigative team who can talk about text messages, WhatsApp messages, uh, the, the things that they attempted to do and were thwarted, like doing interviews with uh, Joe Biden's grand family, grand grandchildren, uh, doing search warrants and doing all these things that they weren't allowed to do because people in Washington's DOJ was shutting them down and thwarting their investigations. Yeah, so important. Sir, uh, a year ago, Justin News did a whole bunch of stories on censorship at CISA, all these different federal agencies. Then the Louisiana, Missouri Attorney Generals brought a lawsuit that got us some new evidence. And then your committee, the Weaponization Subcommittee, has done some of the best work in exposing a vast censorship machine. Tomorrow, an amazing hearing. Robert F. Kennedy, a Democrat running for president, is going to testify alongside the Louisiana Attorney General, others. Uh, how important is this hearing? And secondly, how extensive is the censorship that you've been able to uncover? Yeah, I think it's fascinating that we have a Democrat who is running for president against Joe Biden in the primary coming to testify about how Joe Biden's administration three days into when they took office were censoring uh, Mr. Kennedy and his his uh, opposition to the vaccine and the mandates and all these different things. And they were corroborating the Biden administration was corroborating with Twitter and Facebook and social media platforms about censoring not just him, but other Americans that they didn't agree with uh, on political speech. The First Amendment is the most important uh, freedom that we have here in this country, because if we don't aren't able to talk about our views on things and our positions on things that we've watched, we've lost our democracy here in this country. And so you're going to have a Democrat running for president against Joe Biden uh, talk about how he was censored by the Biden administration tomorrow on this hearing. Amazing. Well, and that element of it, I think, is so keen for you to bring up because it, it kind of seconds what was said today. I think it was Joseph Ziegler who talked about uh, t testimony and whistleblowers and I forget the terms, uh, villainize or canonize, depending on whose narrative they support. What, how do you expect Democrats to react to what's going to transpire tomorrow? Because it's my understanding that on Capitol Hill, there were a number of Democrats who didn't want RFK Jr. to appear at all. 
Yeah, they're going to attack him. Um, they're they're going to go after him. I don't know what line of questioning they're going to go after him on, uh, but they're going to attack him just like they attack all of our other witnesses, which I think is going to show the American people exactly uh, who they are. They'll, they'll eat their own uh, for this progressive ideology, this far left ideology where they want to censor American speech. We're also going to talk a lot about the Missouri v. Biden uh, ruling. Some of the language that this judge used that if these facts are true, that this is the most significant censoring of Americans' First Amendment rights in the history of our country. Uh, this is very important for the American people to realize what this administration was trying to do to collude and conspire with social media platforms to censor speech that they didn't agree with. Yeah, it's, and it's political speech. There's no doubt about it. The Founding Fathers it absolutely intended to protect that speech above any other speech in our, our, in our era. Um, I want to ask about something that the uh, Homeland Security Department did, because they are sort of the genesis point of this disinformation censoring machine. And they came to this conclusion that the authority they got after 9-11 was uh, to protect infrastructure, and that somehow information was now infrastructure, and therefore they had the right to regulate uh, speech in America. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any basis in the laws. I've gone back and looked at every part of the congressional record uh, from that period of time. Have they just invented something in will Republicans use their control of Congress to make sure that the Homeland Security Department realizes that's not in their portfolio anymore? Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's no basis in law for um, them them trying to have these disinformation boards and and going after individual speech. There's there's no basis in law for that. We have the freedom of the First Amendment in this country, and hopefully, when we go through the appropriations process, that all those different uh, things, the disinformation board and the things that Homeland Security has created under the Biden administration, uh, are going to be defunded. And our Republican answer through the appropriations process when we start start that in earnest here in the house yeah important well speaking of inventing law and inventing precedent um i want to ask you about jack smith the target notification that president trump received uh regarding january 6th it seems like there have been a number of new precedents set leading up to this with president trump involving other folks who were on the ground on January 6th. What do you, what do you expect the charges to be for President Trump? Is it going to be insurrection? Is it going to be uh, blocking official proceedings? And how strong of a case do you think that they, they will have? Well, they have zero case because President Trump didn't do anything wrong, but I'm sure they're going to go along the line of thinking that he incited an insurrection, um, despite the fact that, and I was here that day, I was here in the Capitol on January 6th, I listened to President Trump's speech on that day, and just to go back to, to make sure that I didn't miss something, I read the transcript of what he said. He said, I'm asking for you to go down peacefully and patriotically to have your voices be heard. So they're going to try to somehow say that he incited the, the what they call an insurrection uh, on January 6th. And that's probably the line of thinking that they're doing. This administration will stop at nothing with interfering in our nation's election because you have the Biden DOJ going after their number one contender in the Republican uh, primaries once he gets through the primary. One of their number one contenders, if this is election interference of 100%, if President Trump wasn't polling where he was, pre where he was polling, they wouldn't have any of these charges filed against them because they wouldn't care. They're using the power and the weaponization of the federal government to go after their number one opponent in 20, 2024.
Yeah, it's absolutely extraordinary. Sir, uh, Speaker McCarthy put one idea on the table, impeaching Merrick Garland. Jim Jordan put another one on the idea, holding FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt. Two big acts that would meet some accountability. Where are you on that, and do you think either or both will happen? I've signed on to the impeachment resolution for Mayor Garland. I've signed on for the impeachment resolution for Director Ray. I've signed on to it for Mayorkas. We're actually working on our own uh, impeachment resolution for President Biden on all this corruption and all the laws and crimes that he violated uh, with all of these things that are now being surfaced and the facts that are being surfaced. I think based on the speaker's comments, it sounds like he's open uh, to impeaching Merrick Garland on a number of different issues. One of those would be lying to Congress. The other would be, that's the top law enforcement officer in our country, and he's using his power and position to defend and deflect for the president and the president's family. And that's completely against the law. It's completely un-American, and he should be impeached for that. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. South Carolina Congressman Ralph Norman, a great friend of the show, a member of the House Freedom Caucus. And of course, he sits on the House Budget and Rules Committee's Two, two committees on the front lines of shrinking our government. Congressman, welcome back to the show. Glad to be with you, John and Amanda. 
It's a great honor, sir. Uh, before we turn to the fiscal responsibility work that's really going on in all the committees right now, just want to get your top line take. Uh, we've got FBI whistleblowers, IRS whistleblowers. We've got business partners of Hunter Biden blowing the whistle. Uh, the picture that is starting to emerge, very different than the one Joe Biden gave us in 2020. Well, it really is, John and Amanda. You know, two things. One, Ziegler and Shapley were not rookies. Uh, they've been on the on the IRS team for a long time, the criminal investigation. It's not like they were getting a bonus for coming forward with this information. And look at the information. What look at what they're saying, uh, saying that on, on the tax evasion, uh, Hunter wrote off prostitute charges. Um, saying that the WhatsApp where he uh, was recorded as saying his dad was sitting right there not to get into that. I mean, it, it's a, definitely a two-tier system of, of uh, injustice, uh, one to protect the Biden criminal enterprise and one for the American people. No one, no normal American would get by with what they've gotten by with. Yeah, that's a great point. Yes, sir. I, I think you're exactly right. And it, it felt like when the whistleblower X, Joseph Ziegler, uh, came out and made that statement right off the bat about being basically a stonewall Democrat. He kicked the hornet's nest because Democrats seemed to have to scramble to figure out where they were going to go from there. What do you, the Democrats will obviously have to go back to the drawing board to figure out how to handle, uh, this, this whistleblower and his story. What do you expect them to do? How will they handle it? Well, what they've done in the past is try to minimize it. Uh, I think the charges against Donald Trump were, were, were put up because they wanted to divert attention. And uh, they do like they normally do. They just uh, deny, continue to deny, say it's a, it's a uh, uh, witch hunt, but it's not. I mean, this is direct evidence that criminal activity was going on uh, with his administration. Why are they protecting them? That's a big question. Why would, it, would the IRS protect uh, a man who had had you know the suspicious activity reports many of them that's not a uh, that's that's not a, something the average american gets every day didn't follow up on that uh, waited till the statute of limitations ran out and then they were going to expunge the record uh, it's not right. It's, it's something that uh, the, the other thing point I would make, there's got to be consequences now. I think the American people, we can have the hearings, but what, what are the consequences or is this just Hillary Clinton uh, all over again? Uh, oh, yeah. Congressman, you read my mind. That's exactly where I wanted to go next. Everywhere I go, I hear uh, Americans say, boy, the Republicans are doing a great job investigating. We're learning all the things we were denied. They're passing a lot of laws that aren't going to get are going to be law because the Democrats are going to block it until the next election. But we want to get some consequence, some accountability, some uh, hide out of the wallet of some bureaucrat. Can you tell us where you think the best opportunities lie for creating consequence and accountability for those things we now know went wrong in, uh, in the Biden uh, and in the ju uh, judicial system as well? Well, the first thing they're doing is they're getting the facts out. Uh, these aren't uh, just hearsay. You remember the witnesses they drug up on the Supreme Court, the conservative Supreme Court justices that the Democrats tried to block. They didn't have any credibility, had no credible evidence other than their words. Words are not going to get the Bidens out of this. And uh, I think as it goes through the process, uh, they'll get the lawyers involved and they can't keep we can't keep just taking on, on face value Biden's. Uh, words that, you know, there was no malfeasance, there was no nothing to this. Well, there is something to it. And get this, we had, it, we took over in January. Democrats had seven years to, to uncover this information, which with the Bidens goes way back. 
with with Hunter, it goes back to 2013 and 2014 right. on the, the dollars that he got. And what about where the money came from? I mean, it's just a host of things that they're going to have to, it's going to have to be some consequences. And like any other America did, did this. This is not like shoplifting a, a bucket of peanuts. It's far more serious than that. Sir, I want to pick your your money mind for a moment because we saw the decision in Biden v. Nebraska come out regarding uh, student loan forgiveness and much like the border and a number of other issues with this administration. They seem to flout the law. That doesn't seem to matter to Joe Biden and his administration what the law says. And in the wake of that decision out of the Supreme Court saying, no, you can't use the HEROES Act. No, you can't use a phone, a phone and a pen to forgive all of this student debt. Now we have this new plan by the Biden administration that over the course of, I think, a decade costs $475 billion, which is about $45 billion more than the original plan that was struck down by the Supreme Court would cost. Man, he's been struck down by the Supreme Court four times on di- different issues. Uh, 809,000 Americans are going to go off scot-free. Uh, how do you think that makes the student who paid his loan back? Or how do you think that makes the, the person feel who didn't go to college? This is just an attempt for the Democrats to buy votes. And thankfully, it's being exposed now. But no, he just issues executive orders or uses obscure laws to try to justify what he's doing. Congress is the only one that has the keys to the purse. Uh, the purse strings in the country. And he can't keep doing this, but the only thing's going to change, I mean, he's tone deaf to everything other than he's just going to do it. And the only thing's going to change is when we change administrations, which hopefully couldn't is going to happen next year. But uh, we can't just let it go with hearings. It's got to follow up uh, with uh, consequences like any other American would have. And it's going to be have lawyers involved with it that are going to uh, hopefully get to the point of there's he's going to do there's not going to be a, a time to get away. And if, to be honest with you, if this isn't the case for impeaching Biden, uh, I don't know what is. The um, for the last uh, two centuries, there's been a, a general unwritten rule in politics that politics ends at the water's edge. That when it comes to foreign policy, America speaks with one voice. The squad has upended that. They have turned the Israeli president's visit here to America into a political spectacle. We're speaking with multiple voices. We're insulting a very important ally. Your reaction to how the squad has behaved and what Democrats may have is a big problem on foreign policy, don't they? What the squad did and uh, what, what the words they've used to describe the only democracy that we have in, in the Middle East is, is Israel. Israel has been an ally of the United States, and I'm glad it was mentioned uh, on the floor today uh, about the how some words that the neg- negativity by certain members of Congress. I'm glad he mentioned that. Uh, but it's, it's not surprising, John, because they've never really supported Israel. The administration, the actions that he's taken against Israel have never been, it's, it's, it's not even lukewarm. And I'm glad he's calling it out. It was a good visit, though. I'm glad more of them showed up. But their actions uh, speak louder than what their words say. But it's, it's unimaginable that they, uh, they said what they did about, uh, about Israel. And, but that's how they really feel. Uh, we got just 30 seconds. Just real quickly, will we see an impeachment? And if it is so, who's first? If we do, I think it'll be Biden. I think it's going to have to happen pretty quick. And I think the American people deserve this. If not now, then when? All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. 
Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back, everybody. I know it's the summer of 2023, and you're thinking the elections for 2024 are so far off. You're wrong. They're less than six months away. The first votes will be cast in January, the presidential election. The 2024 elections are heating up already, and especially in battleground states. Our next guest, he's a father, a husband, a Christian, and he worked in the swamp for years, including in Congress. He is Scott Parkinson, and he's recently declared to enter the race to win the Republican nomination and beat incumbent Democrat Senator Tim Kaine in my home state, of Virginia. Scott, great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, John. It's my pleasure. Yeah, this is a big race. And a couple of years ago, people said, ah, Virginia's not in play, but Glenn Youngkin disproved that. Uh, we're seeing a lot of movement in the state among the demographics of the state. Uh, Tim Kaine is very vulnerable, isn't he? Well, I certainly think so. And that's a big reason why I'm running in 2024. But really, you know, you've got a great governor here in Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin. And he has created the blueprint for candidates like me in the future to really run and win in Virginia. He's an incredibly popular uh, governor. He's got a 57 percent approval rating, according to a nonpartisan poll down in Roanoke. Yeah. And he's only got a 35 percent disapproval rating, meaning he's got a net 22 approval in what many people consider to be a dark purple state. I think that we're seeing a big trend here for Republicans in Virginia in 2023 and then for me in 2024. Yeah, so important. Scott, you've been in these political circles for a while, and I hear a lot of people say that, you know, you, you get to Washington, you call it the swamp, and then it starts to feel like a hot tub. But I know that that's not the case for you, and I imagine that that was part of the impetus for you running. As you look ahead towards next year and you look at the, the policy points that that Governor Youngkin adopted and that are a part of your platform, what do you think are going to be the, the conversations you'll be having the most with your prospective voters? Well, I've already been traveling all over Virginia, and there's several big themes that continue to pop up. Number one, everybody thinks that Tim Kaine has completely lost his way from really this blue dog perception that he had in the 90s 
when he first ran for city council and mayor in Richmond. Now he's a radical progressive. He votes with Bernie Sanders 94% of the time. And I think that Virginians understand we can't afford 94% of socialism. The economy is incredibly sick. It's a wreck. And Tim Kaine has taken all these major votes that enabled Biden inflation. You talk about the Biden stimulus, the Inflation Reduction Act, the omnibus appropriations, all these partisan bills that the Democrats jammed through underneath the Biden administration are creating the economic situation that we have today. And so I'm fighting for the middle class. I'm fighting for my four children and what the economy looks like when they become adults. I'm deeply concerned about what economic freedom and liberty and opportunity look like if we have another four years of Joe Biden or another six years of Tim Kaine and the Democrats leading the majority in the Senate. So we need to win back the United States Senate majority. And I think that it's time for new conservative leaders like me to take out those career politicians like Tim Kaine. Yeah, I want to ask you a question because a lot of people don't know this about you, but you were chief of staff in Congress to a now very popular governor, Ron DeSantis in Florida. But when he was a congressman, DeSantis, what did you sit around and look around and say, you know what, I might be able to do that job someday myself? When did that that uh, fire get lit that you wanted to actually jump in and try to do public service yourself in the form of, of running for office? That's a great question, John. You know, uh, I turned 40 last summer. And I promise you that this is not a midlife crisis. Uh, it's, it's, it's sort of this opportunity that was in front of me, thanks to Glenn Youngkin winning Virginia in 2021, but also that burning desire. I was so angry about what was happening during the coronavirus pandemic and what they were doing really to kids. We've got a big parents' rights issue here yeah. in Virginia. We've also got a big public safety issue. You think about the open borders. Uh, you know, this is pouring into our communities, fentanyl that's coming from China to Mexico to the United States. My next door neighbor's son's friend died from an overdose. We also had a really high profile overdose at Wakefield High School. And, you know, my children are ranging from the age of 13 all the way down to 17 months. And I'm just terrified about what America looks like in the future if we continue to allow that poison to pour over our border. We've had 7 million illegal immigrants come to America just since Joe Biden became president. How many do you think are here in total? And this isn't just an issue for Texas and Arizona and California. This is an issue that impacts every single one of us that are Americans that care about our future because public safety, violent crime, the, violent, the drugs, all these issues are really front and center, I think, when it comes to 2023, when we try to win back the state Senate for Governor Yunkin, and then also 2024, when I try to defeat Tim Kaine in the United States Senate race. Scott, uh, there is a an unfortunate reality that has emerged since 2020, especially for candidates. Um, and that is that gaining support on the campaign trail does not necessarily uh, translate to banking the vote on Election Day because of ballot harvesting, because of early and mail in voting. It's hard to really kind of square those things. What are your thoughts as far as uh, Governor Youngkin uh, pre voting or early voting in your state? Are Virginians on board because the National Party has embraced it? President Trump has embraced it. Do Virginians feel comfortable with those types of tactics prior to Election Day? Well, comfortable is a key word there because I think that there is some consternation about dropping your ballot off at a, at a drop box. That being said, Governor Yunkin 
and the spirit of Virginia have invested big time money heading into 2023 to try to change that voting behavior and get conservatives comfortable with early voting, with mail-in voting, and also with uh, ballot harvesting. In Virginia, we have a pretty pretty much a gray area when it comes to ballot harvesting. I think we're going to test that out in the fall and try to persuade people, hey, we got to bank those votes early, run up the score as high as we can, and then also get people that haven't voted to come out on election day. Governor Yunkin in 2021 ran up the score in all those rural areas of Virginia, but he also peeled off a lot of soft Democrats and he won a lot of independence with his message on parents' rights, with his message on the economic situation, and with his message on public safety. I aim to replicate that later in June of uh, 2024 with our primary and then also in November 2024 when we beat Tim Kaine. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back, everyone. The war between Russia and Ukraine continues to rage on. And as China buys Russian oil, helping them keep afloat, Putin has recently decided that his country would be halting a wartime deal that would allow Ukraine to ship uh, grain to Africa and the Middle East, potentially causing a global shortage. And luckily for us, our next guest has his finger on the pulse of all that is taking place. He is George Beebe, and he's the director of grand strategy at the Quincy Institute. George, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. You know, so much of what is is transpiring between Russia and Ukraine, I think for a lot of people, they feel like it is a world away. But with respect to to this particular situation, this is something that will affect globally, not just that region. To to what end? Well, that's right. Uh, after this invasion was first launched uh, about a, a year and a half ago, um, both Russia and Ukraine had a hard time getting their uh, agricultural shipments to uh, to world markets. Uh, food prices skyrocketed, and uh, the United Nations and Turkey both worked hard to try to come up with a deal that would allow the Ukrainians to uh, to export uh, grains from their ports. Um, and uh, an arrangement was reached. There was a, a grain initiative that was signed in July of 2022, and that had a big impact on uh, world food prices that, it, that brought them back down to more normal levels. And I think the concern is right now with Russia withdrawing from this deal, what kind of impact is that going to have on food prices around the world? 
Yeah. It, and, uh, uh, and it's always crass way. Vladimir Putin uses moments like this to negotiate. He wants something out of this. Is there any signal or sign of what he may be trying to achieve uh, by pulling basically food out of the breadbasket for a, a hungry part of the world? He's got to have some end here, doesn't he? Well, yeah, he does. I think there, there are a couple of concerns here. Uh, one, of course, is that in making this deal, um, the Russians have helped ease the uh, Ukrainian economy. The, the Ukrainians are big grain exporters. It's an important part of, of, of their own uh, economic prosperity. And in agreeing to the deal, I think the Russians expected something in return. Part of that was humanitarian. Part of the reason why they agreed to the deal was to uh, cozy up to the global south, uh, Africa, the Middle East, other parts in the, of the world that buy these uh, these grains from Ukraine. Uh, and I think one of the things the Russians have been concerned about is that a lot of Ukrainian grain exports have not actually gone to the global south after this deal was signed. The bulk of them have been going to Europe. Uh, and then uh, China and Turkey have been uh, big purchasers. Only about a quarter of Ukraine's grain exports have actually gone to the global south since this initiative was signed. Wow. So that's one concern that the Russians had. The second is that uh, the Russians were told at the time of the deal that mediators would help the Russians with their own grain exports. Now, uh, Western sanctions have not actually specifically targeted Russian food exports. They've not targeted Russia's agricultural sector. But nonetheless, uh, some of the financial restrictions on Russia uh, and uh, some of the uh, insurance prices that they've had to uh, cope with uh, since their invasion have interfered with Russian uh, grain exports and, and Russia wants some help there. So they've been pretty explicit about what they're demanding in return. And, and the Russians are real sticklers for what they regard as reciprocal even treatment. Uh, they think they've made a concession to the Ukrainians that they should get a concession in return. Yeah, George, I want to ask you about this Kerch Bridge attack, um, this bridge that I believe connects Crimea to Russia. There seems to be some type of theme evolving that I don't think is healthy for the rest of the world if they want to actually know what's happening. And it's this this whodunit type situation because Vladimir Putin um, claims that Ukraine did it. He's vowed to respond. But it seems like, you know, with, with the attack with the drones near the Kremlin, Nord Stream pipeline, Russia blames Ukraine, blames Russia. What's your read on it? <laughs> well, there is an awful lot of fog of war in all of this, and it's it's hard to get a straight story about what actually is going on. Uh, the Ukrainian uh, accusation that the Russians actually attacked this bridge themselves is a little difficult, I think, for most people to swallow. Uh, the Russians clearly are the ones hurt by these kinds of attacks. There aren't a lot of countries in the world that have an interest in doing this sort of thing. The United States, of course, has been trying to tell the Ukrainians not to co conduct these kinds of attacks on uh, on Russian civilian targets. And, and this is a case where there were really two bridges connecting uh, the uh, Crimean Peninsula to, to Russia proper. One was uh, a railway bridge, and that railway bridge was the one that the Russians had been using to provide military supplies uh, to Crimea. And then there was one that uh, had vehicular traffic, cars and trucks. 
Um, and at the time of this attack, uh, that bridge was being used primarily by vacationers who were trying to go to and from Crimean beaches from Russia. Um, and it was that vehicular bridge that got attacked. So uh, the notion that the Russians actually did this uh, to Russian tourists is a little difficult to believe. Yeah, hmm. uh, you said it, fog of war. There is a lot of fog in the war between Russia and Ukraine. Something that's becoming a little more clear to American people. Uh, we left billions of dollars of equipment in Afghanistan behind. We have been slow to get equipment to Taiwan that we promised in the midst of all the China saber rattling. Now Joe Biden says we're low on artillery ammunition rounds uh, as we supply Ukraine. Does the American military have a supply chain problem and how serious is it for our own national defense? Well, I think the short answer is yes, we do. Um, we, uh, when we pledge to provide Ukraine with as much support as is necessary for as long as it takes, I don't think we fully grasped just how long this war would drag on and how uh, intense it would be in, in using up things like artillery shells and, and air defense missiles. Um, and the fact is that there's just been enormous quantities of, of this ammunition expended in this war. And uh, America's approach to its military manufacturing has not been uh, designed to sustain this kind of manufacturing heavy kind of war of attrition. Um, and mm -hmm. so uh, we are going to have to think this through because this does have implications for our own defense readiness over time. It's hard to believe, but that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. I'm really grateful that each of you could join today. Now, one reminder, a lot of people say, hey, John, do you have an app at the Just the News? And the answer is we sure do. And not only do we have an app, it's in the Apple store. It's also in the Android store. It allows you to take the Just the News experience and go in three different ways. You can watch our videos and television shows. You can listen to this podcast and many others like it, like Victor Davis Hanson, or you can read the stories that we do a day, 50, 60, 70 stories a day of the breaking news, investigative reporting, accountability reporting. Go to the iOS app store or the Android store today. Download the Just the News app. Read, watch, listen. Three great ways to experience the Just the News content and to join the Just the News family. And if you really want to get involved with the family and say, hey, I want to support your investigative reporting, John Solomon. I want to support the great reporters and the producers and the bookers and everybody that works to make the Just the News experience possible. You can do something really inexpensive that makes a big difference. All you got to do is join the Just the News VIP club. That's right. What do you get for the VIP club? First off, ad-free experience on the website and on your newsletters. No ads, no dancing videos, no autoplay videos. An ad-free experience on Just the News 24-7. Plus, once a month, you get to hang out with me at justthenews.com. We have a town hall. I sit and answer your questions for an hour. We talk about issues you care about. We cover topics that the other media aren't covering. It's an incredible experience to join the family the immediate family of the Just the News team. Great opportunity. Sometimes we bring in our reporters. It's always a delightful time. If you want to get involved in that, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe.
justthenews.com slash subscribe. Quick way to get into the club. It's $4.99 a month, $44.99 a year. Great way to support our journalism, make a difference, and get an enormous benefit yourself. So go check it out today. All right, folks, that wraps up John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great night. God bless this great country of the United States. Be sure to go to justthenews.com if you need that news fix. We got you covered 24-7. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started. And it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash just news. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text JUSTNEWS to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text JUSTNEWS to 989898 right now.